Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger. And as you can see, I've got my buddy, Stephen Hibbert with me on this one. Stephen, thanks so much for being on it yet again. No problem. <laughs> he and I, I just have like a lot of really recording. good conversations. Yeah, yeah um, that's what I was going to say. We have a lot of uh, we conversations that are conversations. But we were talking earlier today um, about some of the things that's been going on in my life personally. And I thought, you know what, this would be a really good episode. And it'll be a good follow-up to what I talked about last week which was, what do you want your obituary to say? And so since my brother-in-law passed on July the 10th, just as last Sunday before last, um, I am now the new president of the ministry going on, going into all the world ministries that he was the president of. So to me, it's a big responsibility, big shoes to fill. And at first I was like, wow, like, I don't know if I have the time for this. Um, I, you know, I got so much going on in my own business, but now I'm kind of excited about, about it because of some of the things that Steve and I were talking about. So essentially, so I know you guys, you guys have talked, you guys have heard me talk about the orphanage. So going into all the world ministries is the main organization that runs house of destiny in Antigua, Guatemala. And so, um, as with a lot of missions, organizations, and ministries, 501c3s, they are so busy and focused on what they, on daily life, that they don't even have the time, the energy, um, some don't have the know-how on how to grow what they've got going on. It's, uh, it's tough work um, running an orphanage. So now to also have to think about being on social media, raising money, reaching out to donors. Um, so I feel like I can take my business sense and help them. So I'm excited about that. And Steven, you said something earlier that was, I never really thought about this, but if we can help them grow, then how many other nonprofits, ministries, churches need help with taking what we do every day and the people listening, what, what we as business owners do every single day and apply it to ministry this gives us a whole other avenue with our VA service potentially. So that that's exciting to me. And so instead of like being like, Oh man, now I'm in this position that I didn't expect. It's like, what does this make possible for me? So any thoughts on that? What were I just, I'm glad you thought about that. I literally was not thinking about, Ooh, now this could be a service that we can offer. If we can take, put our VAs into this and grow it and take our business sense and grow it wow, there's all these other ministries that need the exact same thing. I think it's just interesting for me. I'm on a lot of calls with you where you're driving the conversation and then it eventually leads into you truly finding out what their needs are and then coming up with interesting solutions for their needs. I think sometimes as the person that's in the need, it's hard to see the forest through the trees because you're just like, I'm I'm overwhelmed. I have no time. I'm trying to do all these things. How would I ever possibly do any of this? And then I think it's interesting how you ask questions to kind of filter down to like, what is the thing Mm -hmm. that is causing the pain or what is something that we could possibly help them with to ease up and give them their time back? It was essentially hearing what you were trying to do, Mm -hmm. just being interested. I was just jumping on the calls with you. You're having calls with different VAs, Mm -hmm. doing the website things, seeing the position that you're in. I was just like, well, why can't this be you 
doing what we're already helping other people with reverse back and then just put on you. How can I or the team help you with the yeah. new position that you're in? You're, yeah. you're all the people that we're trying to help. It was just like a, an eye-opening thing for me to go, oh, this is easy to solve. I just do exactly what Ryan does for yeah. other people. And then just tell them yeah. instead of a just you need, why can't we just turn this into a service essentially and make yeah. it a done for you thing? You're in yeah. a new position. Almost everybody we've talked to is something has happened during the pandemic or their business has evolved or they're in a new position and they are trying to just survive. Yeah. They can't think of any way to hand off anything because they're just learning on the fly. And like you said, they either don't know how to do it or they're just overwhelmed by everything else and can't yeah. clarify. Right. You as a business owner, you kind of know all the beats. Mm-hmm. You know, they need an email list or to improve the email list or have a consistent email go out. <clears throat> you know, they need some marketing. Mm-hmm. They need a better website. It's like you can see all the needs and then you just go, yeah. I don't have the time. And I was like, right. perfect. <laughs> I think everybody else that has a nonprofit has the same thing. Yes. They know kind of what they need, but they don't yeah. know how to get it done. How can yeah. we create something that's going to help uh-huh. you in this position and that can help more people? Perfect. Website stuff. We're already helping people with website stuff, social media. It was like all the things that we're doing and then just, and you're yeah. having the calls with the VAs already. And it was just interesting to go, this should not be a negative. This should be a positive. You yeah. just now get to put yourself in the shoes mm-hmm. of a nonprofit president. Yes. What are their needs? Let's list those and come up with a solution. Yeah. It's pretty simple. <laughs> Yeah, it's not though when you're with yeah when you're when you have that hat and you have that pressure, it's not. But if you can Mm. step out and just look at it, it becomes very simple. Yeah, yeah. So guys, what are you guys dealing with that you're like, oh man, I just got thrust into this position, or a (laughs) curveball got thrown at you, or I really feel like I've looked back over my business, I can see where there's times when it was like, oh man, I can't believe that just happened, but it turned into something greater. Blessing me. It always has been. I know I've talked about many times about in 2012, when our Craigslist ads got deleted and it opened up the door to meeting Jim with the auction and learning about FBA and how that just changed our business completely. And so um, I believe that this new opportunity is going to you know, lead to something beyond just me being a new president and hiring a couple of VAs, I really think this could be something pretty cool. It seems like a lot of things are boiling down to the same pain points. Yeah. Website, marketing, some type of social media presence, brand, brand mm-hmm. awareness. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I don't think the nonprofits are unique in that right. way. Right. They just have to do it in a slight different way. And I think listening to the calls that we had today so far is like, ah, Instead of like free offer to get the email, to then build a funnel, to email sequence, it's like, how do we get those people involved? And I think right. it's more just a brand awareness. Because I was even thinking like the nonprofits that we support is one, I was aware of them. They did some type of presentation somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to understand and then get to be like involved in their mm-hmm. story. And those are the ones that I'm helping out is anyone that was like, you can be a part of, and this is how you can be a part of. So just like bringing your message to the people instead of trying to exchange it for an email list from a free offer, just like, Mm -hmm. here's how you can help make it clear how you can help them. Again, this is all new stuff. Just taking like the experiences that I've had and go, how can I help Ryan with things that are personally, this is what I've responded to. Let's start here because it seems like the website is decent. It does need a facelift. We're working on that the email list and everything else that they have mm-hmm. going on, everything just needs to get updated. And it seems yeah. kind of systematic for us, but I think it is very overwhelming. It's just like, Oh, I wasn't expecting to do this yeah. 
this week. Totally. Well, then after my life. sister-in-law just lost her husband and now she's like, now I got to think about all this stuff. It's not in my wheelhouse that I don't have the time and energy for. And I don't want to take a class to learn it. Um, I can't even imagine how overwhelming that is to now have to be now all this is thrown in your lap. And so that's where you have a, you know, a board of, you know, essentially people that care about the ministry that want to help. And so um, I really think it just even just a few tweaks can make a major difference. <laughs> Some of the things you said, sending out regular emails, <laughs> uh, building an email list, what's having an email list strategy, posting content, repurposing that content across social media. Um, it's such a cool story. And I think that's yeah. what people are interested in, especially this digital age. People want to hear the stories. That's a yeah. very interesting story. And it is, I'm happy about this because it's, I get to be more involved in it. It's kind of how we met. You had an yeah. auction. I won that auction and I was yeah. just like, oh, this is interesting, but I never followed up with that nonprofit. I didn't ever really think too much about it. I was just like, oh, is this something else we can add to this concept? Why could right. you do yearly auctions? Why couldn't you yeah. do other things just as a business owner and the connections that you have? There must be more unique ways that we can sure. think of to go, ah, here's some more strategies to help mm-hmm. nonprofits. What are the nonprofits yeah. involved in? There's normally some businesses that they're also involved in. Is there mm-hmm. more creative ways than just asking the business to do yeah. a consistent donation? Hey, let's partner up with you to do this, to raise yeah. money for. Yeah. So I guess for those listening right now, like how I always want to bring it back. You and I can just have conversations and I know that's <laughs> valuable. For, there's going to be some nuggets come out of it, but I always want to bring it back to the people that are listening. How's this, how can this help them? Number one is if you are throwing a curveball, thrust into a situation you didn't expect, talk to somebody else or, and, or Ooh. just try to get at the 30,000 foot level of it because you'll see it from a different perspective. And now you'll think, okay, cool. what does this make possible? Now I now have a ministry that I feel like I'm fairly, you know, kind of responsible for. Um, I'm not the ultimate person responsible, but I mean, it's, it is a big role. How can I marry the things that I know about business to help this ministry? And if successful, how, how many other people, how many other ministries might be interested in something like that? I think, you know, potentially a new service, whole new service, a whole new department of wingman VAs could be born out of this, Agreed. Um, which could hire more VAs and be a benefit to many more ministries. Um, so that's exciting. I want to circle back to this, like how you just even think about the the viewer watching this. I I think this is something that I'm very passionate about. I feel like you're the same way of like having solo entrepreneurs, not stay solo entrepreneurs, but like Mm -hmm. have a team around them. Uh, You didn't really reach out to me as a first contact point. You reached out to me because you were having calls already with your team. And because we're doing so many other things, I think you were just like, Hey, I'm having these calls. Are you interested in just listening in? Because it's something that we're always chewing on and problem solving. And there's a need here. Can you help me just think through this? But I think the true experience of this that listeners should be taking away is you weren't on your own when you got thrust into this new position. Right. When you're the president now, and there are other people on that board, but you personally, because you have a successful business with teams, mm-hmm. you were able to reach out to your own team. So it didn't have to fall all on you. You immediately were trying to 
offload the work mm -hmm. to other people. Mm -hmm. I think I just came in and said, these things and what we're helping people with are the same. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't this be a, just a different avenue for us right. to help nonprofits? We're right. very focused on the business people, but yeah. this does open up more ideas. How do we help nonprofits? It seems like a lot of the same pain points, Yeah, maybe well, slightly yes. tweaked, but the same problems that we're solving can be solved in both camps. But Probably. I think the bigger takeaway is you have a team, you have a network. You're not a solo yeah. entrepreneur. Could you imagine if you, when you were delivering furniture, if this was your brand new business, you're delivering furniture, you're doing all the work, then this happens. And now you're the president, <laughs> you would handle it very differently than how you're handling it. Yes. Now. Sure. I think it mirrors sure. my current situation. I realized that yeah. I built a, I thought large branch of businesses. And then the way that it, the pandemic hit it, I realized, oh, this is all falling on me. Mm -hmm. This is like an upside down pyramid. I'm the bottleneck <laughs> yeah. to everything. Right. And then just kind of crush everything. And I go, oh, I need to reverse this and build it more like how Ryan has it. He's at the mm -hmm. top and it trickles down. Whereas like I have it where all the problems trickle down to me. If I don't solve them, <laughs> there's mm -hmm. no more business. That's not the <clears throat> correct way to do it. Mm. Normally I just burn it and go to the, <laughs> go to the next. Right. I think another thing, way to look at this too is think about, um, you know, obviously it, uh, who else can you help with your knowledge? Like take, like if you're selling online, I mean, like, you know, if you have a passion for nonprofits, how can you marry your skill set for business to help that ministry, that church, that other business that you care about. I mean, that you, we all, everybody listening has some type of skill set that somebody else would pay you for. So just start taking action. So that's, let's flow into the next thing we wanted. I wanted to talk about is like how to test ideas because like earlier today we were talking and we've had this, we've had talked about this idea before, but not took action on it until today which is, and for anybody listening, you have some thoughts on this, let us know, because I think that there, this has some potentially has some legs to it, but we need to, we need some beta testers. So the idea we were chatting about was we have this VA service. So Steve, I have the legendary VA program underneath the legends group, which is a VA service for Amazon sellers. But as I have gone along, people are coming to me saying, I know you have a VA service for Amazon sellers. I'm not an Amazon seller can you help me with this? And very likely, most of the time, the answer is yes. So we decided to start another essentially company called Wingman VAs. That is any VA service outside of e-commerce. So one idea we've had was our passion, Steve and I's passion, we want to get people hired and we want to help business owners um, and ministries too, obviously. But we had the idea today. We've had it before, but we started to think about it today, what it would look like. Of If you are in a regular job, how many of you are doing tasks in your regular job that are mundane, that are repetitive, that are things that you just know that like, man, you know, I'm making $40 an hour and this is a $10 hour job. Why, why am I doing this? Why is my company paying me to do this job? Maybe it's something you don't even enjoy doing. It could be something like data entry, research. It could be graphic design. Maybe it's something a little bit outside of your comfort zone, or maybe it's totally in your comfort zone, but it's just not fun. It's boring. Um, you could put an SOP to it, a standard operating procedure to it, and your teenage daughter could do this for you. Um, what are those tasks? Because I know 
that there are lots of people listening to have a regular job that are doing things that are not in their zone of genius, not exactly what they were hired for, that you know somebody else could do it for you. So could you hire a virtual worker, a virtual assistant for eight or $10 an hour, you're making 40, you're making 30, whatever the number is, and arbitrage your time to either go back to your boss and say, man, I got 60 hours worth of work done in 40 hours. What else do you need me to do, sir? Or maybe you free up time to hang out with your family. Maybe you, especially if you're working from home already, you just bought some time back to go hang out with your family. You bought some time back to work on something else for your company that's more high paying or just gives you the opportunity to think and breathe. Like, wow, I could work on that other project for my boss. He's been asking me about, or you could suggest other things for your, your company, or maybe you were working on a site, your Amazon seller, and you want to work more on your Amazon business. You bought some time for that or the other, another side hustle. So that's the idea that Steven and I had today. We've had for a while, but we put it on into my ledges group today. And I haven't even checked to see if we've got any response, but we want to talk to some people that feel like I'm in that position that I have a full-time job, part-time job, whatever it is. And I know there are some things that I could hire out. I'd love to hire some of this out to free up my time. And we just quickly created a video. We hit record. We popped it into my legends group. And let me see if I got any responses real quick while I'm... As you're doing that, I, I was just thinking there's another um, big problem that we see a lot that this might be an amazing opportunity for. The yeah. People that come up to us and say, when do I quit my job? <clears throat> How do I know if it's the right time to start a side hustle? How do I get my time back? It's anybody that's in the transitional page. I think this mm-hmm. is a perfect solution for it because it, it gives you the opportunity to start trying to be a CEO. Even with your own job that you have, that you're getting a lot of tasks, it's can you take those tasks, sort them and hand them off? You're operating like a CEO. It's essentially what you just did, Ryan, is getting a new position as the president. You saw, oh, all of these things need to get done. They don't all have to get done by me. They can get done by the team. If you could leverage your current job to earn and learn that skill to then be able to go, I know exactly when to transition you could almost build a replacement for your job and outsource your own job to somebody else helping that business, yeah. maybe even staying in the loop and earning some yeah. money from it. Cause you go hire yeah. me as outside consultant. I can still get that job done because yes. I have the team to do it. Or yes. it could at least give you your time to go. 90% of my job was research that can be done almost mm-hmm. by anybody. I have to consolidate the research. I have to do whatever it is that my, um, zone of geniuses to do that, but I don't have to spend all that time freeing up that time to go start the side hustle. This is a thing that we are, we just went to a conference and a lot of people are asking us to do is like, I have a job. When do I know when to quit? When do I know? Yeah. I think this might be a great thing to help transition. We should have been asking them, is there something (laughs) in your job that could be a task that you outsource? This gives you the skill and frees up time to allow you to know when you should transition. Totally. My VA. So here's, do you remember Christy? I'm not going to say her last name. Do you remember Christy from a couple of years ago in the private label group? I've heard um, that she has a regular job again and has outsourced a lot of it. So just, just one idea, like, like, and I have some VAs that have multiple full-time jobs. I know you're talking now, about, cause she went back to the corporate world and I was like, why yeah. did you do that? Do you think like, I just throw this out here. Somebody else could say, Hey, this is a horrible idea, but you know, uh, here in the States, why couldn't we also do that? Like, um, now maybe there, you're, you're, you may, your new boss may not like that you already have another job, but what if, you know, people all the time go get 
you know, have a full-time job and then go waitress in the evening. People do that. Why couldn't you get, if you're working from home, I mean, you don't want to do it behind the scenes and try to do it. It's all sneaky, but um, yeah, especially if there's a lot of security, like it's not a perfect fit for everybody, but I can see with the pandemic coming and so many people working remotely, there must be tasks that are repeatable that you can hand off to somebody else. So couldn't you potentially, if your boss is okay with it, have two full-time jobs, like forget a side hustle for a minute. Like you've gotten so good at what you do. You've outsourced a lot of it so that you're only working on the things in your job that you really enjoy. And that don't take you a whole lot of time. I mean, gosh, what if you could, what if somebody could make 60 grand a year times two, but only work the same hours as one of those jobs? Like, is that possible? Like somebody tell me like, that's a horrible idea. That's not possible. I would, I seriously want to know. <laughs> Could somebody do this? Um, you have to disclose to your second boss that you have a first job. Maybe they don't even care because so many people right now are ready to hire. Like I could go into any probably fast food restaurant right now and get a job. Everybody's hiring. So I imagine a lot of regular companies, you know, above yeah, the they fast just want food it restaurant done. are hiring. I think even for the work as done. A- they might boss. not care that I have another job doing the same thing. Yeah. I can tell them that I'll work from eight to five on this job. And then I'll work from six to midnight on my second job. I really want to, you know, uh, I'm just, I'm working to pay off my house or so, who knows. Um, there's get This has got to be possible for somebody. <laughs> right. Somebody's listening going, this is perfect for me. I've been yeah. dying. Maybe I don't want to be an entrepreneur. I just want to get a second full-time job somewhere. And, um, I almost want to make the call too. Like, if you're already doing this, <laughs> let us know because we'd yeah. love to hear. This would be so fun. I'd have love to have you on a on an interview because I really think that, you know, I think it's possible to outsource. At the very least, you have a regular job. You have one job, and you could outsource. Some Get some of, of your time back. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like the base level. I think the highest level would be to work your way into a position where you're getting hired as an outside consultant to do the task because Nathaniel actually worked for a business. um, And it's, I almost feel like that's what he did. He was working at the t-shirt company. He was doing graphics and stuff for them. He found a whole bunch of VAs and then started that business. And then was providing some of that for his Mm -hmm. old job. That's not necessarily the way that he went into it, but it's essentially this concept. He didn't outsource the current work at the job that he was at, but it gave him the idea to, why can't I just hire people to do the graphics to start his side business? But I think he might've been able to hire outside consultants or outsource the job that he was doing for that business and then give him all his time to focus on whatever he wanted. It would have been interesting. I'll have to have a conversation. You know, I just, um, they made me think of something. So I've heard the term fractional CFO for fractional, fractional, uh, COO, where I actually literally talked to somebody a few weeks ago that kind of works for two companies and he does the same thing for both. That might be the fit for this is somebody who um, doesn't work 40 hours in each of the, those positions, but um, maybe does the work of 40 hours um, because they, they've done, they've gotten so good. They, you know, can split up their time. Um, <laughs> but a fractional, I'm looking at right now, fractional CFO, someone who lends their financial expertise to a startup on a contractual basis. Ooh. They're kind of part-time. Um, so maybe that's a fit for somebody like using VAs, um, you know, becoming a fractional CFO or a fractional accountant or whatever, and outsourcing a lot of the mundane parts of that 
And actually, instead of having two companies you're working for, maybe it's four now. Um, so. It would be interesting to even hear consultants too. Are consultants doing anything where they could take on more clients if they could have oh, totally. some of the mundane tasks taken up? Totally. I was talking to somebody a few weeks ago that has a social media agency and she just hired um, or is working with um, one of our, um, on an hourly basis, she's working with one of our VAs to do graphic design, um, just starting mm-hmm. it out. And so she said that she wants to be focused on some other parts of the business, would like to outsource some of the things that she doesn't enjoy doing so she can grow the business because she's in it. She's working in it, not on it all the time. And as you know, you need to be working on the business to grow the business. So find staff and hire VAs to work in the business while you can dream, think, make contacts to grow it. So, Yeah, if you're an employee and you have a job that a lot of it could be outsourced, definitely reach out because I'd be very yeah. interested to see if we could turn you into a fractional I don't know what the word would be, but then just your job hires your business instead of just you and wanting all of your time. They're still getting the same work done, but then you're just the overseer expertise. And I think what Ryan's saying, it would might free you up to take on more employers to be able to, you're essentially an employee, but instead of being the employee that's doing the work, you're just offloading that work. So as soon as you sign for whoever your boss is, I'm sure you could find other opportunities in the market to go, hey, I see you that you have a job hosting for. I could have all this done for you and show you yes. how you can drop your costs and everything else. And yes. if you hire our company, yeah. our company specializes in this. I was a yeah. data entry graphic designer for this many years. I help my job be able to transition this into an outsourcing mm-hmm. thing. Let me help your business do this same thing. It would be a, a, a very interesting to just take somebody that's an employee that wants to have a side business or a multiple stream of income and then yeah. go, this is a, an amazing way to do it. Yeah. Find at least one task that you're doing that's repeatable, hand that off because of that skill that you're learning how to do that and work with a VA. Mm-hmm. This is really going to set you up for whatever your side hustle is, because in order to have multiple streams of income, you have to have teams. You can't have 15 different businesses that you do all of the work. It's not possible. You have to have teams, but if you could use leverage your current job, to start understanding how to work with teams, I think that's an amazing way to transition or at least start multiple income streams within your own job. Absolutely. Here, Cal in the background, he's not happy about something. <laughs> I heard him a little bit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I, even I think to swim an HR manager would be somebody to talk to about this idea. Mm, to see if, that's, um, if there's legs to this. So, why well, didn't... I knew we were going to chat about this a little bit, but I didn't expect it to be most of, most, most of the episode. But that's just a way to test ideas quickly is just what, what's that first step? Just, just put it out there. Put it out on social media. Um, hey, I have an idea. I'm interested in doing this. Is there anybody I can chat with or that are interested? If, well, I think one of the quickest other ways to make money online would be um, you know, coaching. So like, you know, you know a lot about real estate. Let's say that you have a passion. You want to teach other people. You want to be a real estate coach. You could easily just go out on social media right now and say, hey, you know, I'm thinking about starting a real estate coaching business. Um, a lot of people ask me about real estate all the time. I'd like to turn it into a, a actually legit service. And um, I want to take on two clients or maybe I'm going to take on one client right now just to start, see if I, this is something I want to continue to do. And since this is my, you know, my first time doing this, let's, I mean, I'll, a normal rate would be $200 per session. I'll do 50 bucks. Um, yeah, I want to 
challenge anybody because I do get a lot of PMs just from different people. But from being on this podcast, from talking to a lot of people, just knowing a lot of people and being a part of a lot of different things, I do get a lot of PMs just asking, can you help me with this? I have never referred those people to anybody really, but I almost feel like it, this should be something that we're doing. So if you feel like, oh, I want to be a consultant, I want to be a coach, but I don't know how to get clients, what Ryan's saying could lead to a lot of opportunity. Because if somebody posted on Facebook and said, hey, I've been doing this for this long and I do want to be a real estate coach, I could direct a lot of people your way. Because most of the friends that I have are older and they, they didn't want to help me. <laughs> But right. just because I was so tenacious about going in after and like making sure I'm holding their ear, they were able to help me. But I have a lot of people asking me, about, especially about merch, old stuff about merch that we don't really do anymore. Mm-hmm. If I had an outlet to send those people to, I yeah. would gladly do that. Just not to say like, I'm going to help everybody, but right. someone in your network, if you say, hey, I'm looking to take on a client doing X, Y, Z, you might not think anybody in your network knows or you could help them, but they might know another person or have a lot of people inundating them with this thing. Go, oh, I never thought to hand yeah. this off to somebody, but I would love to. Hand- I get this all the time. People want to learn about merch. You want to start teaching merch? Perfect. Let me know. Uh, anybody that reached out to me, I had people reach out to me this morning and I was like, sorry, we don't do this anymore. I apologize. Yeah. Use the YouTube channel. Here are some other people that I kind of recommend, but I don't know any of them personally. Sure. And then just send them off. But if I was like, Saw somebody on my Facebook going, I would love to help people merge. Mm-hmm. Like, perfect. Let me contact you. And then here's a bunch of people that you can start this business with. Yeah, that's good. Mm. So what's the moral of the story here? Number if one, you have a would... problem, yeah. reach <laughs> out to people. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Build a team. <laughs> yeah. One other thing I always thought about real quick before I need to close this up here is, um, thinking about like, you know, and you've been, we talked about this on the unfrazzled entrepreneur on one of the unfrazzled entrepreneur episodes we did. Another podcast that we have <laughs> that we don't really, haven't really promoted a lot of it is we have a YouTube channel with some clips on there. Um, but is, you know, I've, I've said last week in my newsletter, I've had a rough year. My, my brother, my father-in-law passed in July of last year, my dad in January. Um, and then my brother-in-law just a few days ago. And of course you've had, you know, your, your really close real estate friend pass. And so I feel like I've kind of been in a funk um, over the last few months, things have not gotten done in my business that need to get done. And so I know people can relate to that. Um, and so I thought, how, what's, what's a way to get out of that. And I think what's gotten me excited over the last few weeks is talking to people who need my help. Um, and it's uh, going and getting my mind off of myself and who can I help? Who can I serve? Like our friends, Eric and Keith, who are the, the ministers that we want to, another idea is we want to help them with their podcast. That's got me really excited. They need my help. It's a way, an outlet for me to serve. It's gotten my mind off of my own problems and my own pity. And it's like, these guys need my help. And that, that's gotten me excited about business again. So I'd say find somebody who you can help. But if you're going through a tough time, no matter, it doesn't mean you have, you've lost somebody, but like, maybe you're going through a tough time. Turn around. Is there some, can you help that person? Can you help that person? Can you get on a call with somebody and help them through something? All of you that are Amazon sellers, you could find somebody probably that could use your help with that. Um, serve somebody else all to say, and you'll, they'll get that fire back. Yeah. I think that's a great um, inwardly looking way of seeing this problem because I, I I think that's, I never thought of it like that, but that's essentially what I did. I, I had some death and then the, my 
partner that I was doing a lot of real estate with passed and just really like shook my core. And then I think instead of, I mean, I did kind of turtle up and I think I had a lot of conversations with you just like, I, this is very difficult and I'm, yeah, I wouldn't classify as anything as depressed, but this is hard. <laughs> and I think it was just like, let me help you. Let, let, I just need to be doing something else other than yeah. even like thinking about this or all the other stuff that's on my yes. plate. I know I'm going to have to slowly deal with all that, but it's like a lot. I need to focus energy somewhere else. And I think helping yeah. you has turned into what this is now, yep. which even this is constantly evolving, but it is like more exciting and it bringing life instead of just like looking back and going, Oh, I lost this person. I lost that person. This is hard. Like mm-hmm. life is hard. And yep. like you to have this new position, like kind of thrust <laughs> upon you, you got a promotion un- unknowingly. It, I think it is for you. Just like you went with your team that was off to somebody else and they just reached out to me. I don't know if it was like a strategic thing that you did. I think it was just, we're doing a lot of stuff together. Yeah. Here's another thing. Let's just constantly be having these conversations and discussions. What is here? I'm a little overwhelmed. And then, like you said, I just brought in a different angle. It was like, yeah, this, what you're going through is exactly the call that we had yesterday to help somebody else. Why don't we just do the same thing for you that we suggested to them? come yeah. alongside them and help them with this. And exactly. instead of just a single solution, I think because we're in a position, this could help a lot of people, a lot yeah. of nonprofits. The employee thing is now being birthed. It's just a lot of right. different way of looking at it. I thought we yeah. were just helping small businesses with a couple of things, but it seems like those pain points that we're helping those small business with can be adjusted. And yep. we don't know if it'll help employees, but just ask, let's see, let's have Willing some conversations. <laughs> Willing to test it out. So cool. So guys, if anybody's listening, you have ideas like, Ooh, a VA could do this or this in this industry, just shoot me an email, ryan at ryanrieger.com. I'm curious, happy to jump on a call to see if there might be something that can be created. Cause I just want to get people hired. Um, and, uh, it's just, it's a neat ministry for me to be able to say, Hey, you got a job now. That's really cool. So Stephen, thanks for hanging out with me. And, uh, no just problem. Always convers- enjoy this. Conversating, con- having a conversation <laughs> about this stuff. Hopefully it's blessed somebody um, that's uh, going through something tough or got thrown a curveball or got thrust into a position that you didn't think about. Or if you have some ideas. <laughs> unknowingly say, promoted. <laughs> unknowingly promoted. Yeah. I'd say test those ideas quickly. Don't sit on those ideas yes. forever. Like yes. you've got an idea for something, just get it tested quickly. Like throw something out there, make a connection with somebody, take some steps to test that idea to see if it has any legs. Um, Cause if it does. Knowing that original idea is going to evolve and you yeah. just have to get it tested to know what the exactly. pain points are and the strengths are and then just evolve that idea yep cool thank you sir <laughs> see you guys next week take it easy bye bye everyone see you next week <laughs>